Welcome back, Sips of Success Podcast. What's going on, babe? Nothing much. Feeling I'm Cameron. better. This is my wife, Erin. What's up? What are we sipping on? We are sipping on a... This looks so good. We like really Another fresh green coffee. drink. Yes. We had a green drink last week with cucumbers. No. Yes, we did. We did? Yeah. No, no, no. It, no. Was, it was a margarita. It was still green, though. Kind of, sort of, yeah. My headline. Cheers. Cheers. Mm. Very, Very refreshing. refreshing. What's in it? Um, it is cucumber juice, lemon juice, simple syrup, um, mint, and this is all fresh juice, by the way. And then um, a splash of vodka. The good so, stuff. Cucumber mint. <clears throat> cucumber mint cocktail. Lovely. Okay, so we're not going to do a this or that today. I have something else in store, all Mm. right? I feel like we can play the top three game. Top three game. In light of me having the top three. (laughs) Um, Okay, so what are your top three favorite cars? My top three favorite cars? Yes. Cameron is a car (laughs) guy, like through and through. He loves cars, so... Three, only three. Only three. <clears throat> top three favorite. I'm gonna go with my top two uh, dream cars that I gotta go that I have to have. So there's a Corvette, and then we got the Porsche 911. Number three. Ah, uh, I am have to. I'm gonna have to go with my. Those are my dream cars because from childhood. So three, I'm always switching up. Hmm. Today I'm feeling like Aston Martin. Aston Martin what? I would take almost any. <laughs> <laughs> anything. Anything they have. Yeah. I mean, just about anything. You would you want know. all sports cars? Well, you said my top three cars. You ain't say my, my lineup, my garage lineup. You, you. Okay, so those are just your top three cars in general. Those are my two dream cars. My first two are like, I will have those soon. <clears throat> okay. And then Aston Martin is like a stretch goal. That's my like... You know, I like sophisticated type of things, and mm-hmm. that's like my sophisticated uh, goal, sophisticated dream car goal. Okay, that's yeah. fair. It's like no one has those. You don't see those often, and that's like, a, you know me, I like to be kind of different and set apart in some type of way, so that's my stretch goal car. Okay. Yeah. Oh, we should have did it where I guess your top three cars, and you guess my top three cars. Okay, how about, you, how about this? How about you guess... So I'm not much of a car person. So but but I like cars, but I, I like them also more now because Cameron loves them so much. So do you want me to guess like your guess my uh okay, so <clears throat> the goal is to have a in the next house probably like a three, maybe four car garage. Okay. Um right now we only have a two and a half. So I can't fit all those cars in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, what is my, what's my top three? What's my daily? What's my toy? And what's my winter toy? Since we live in Michigan. Lord. Okay. Your daily, is this like right now? We can go for, just, just talk right now. Okay. Well, it can't really be right now because we don't have four cars. Okay, but like if we were to buy four cars right now or three cars right now, yeah, what your right cars now. would be. Okay, yeah. so your daily car would be. 
Dang, this is hard. Cameron likes so many cars. Um, your daily car would be, shoot. I'm going to go with, oh my God, this is so hard. <laughs> because like, I'm think you said winter toy. So I'm thinking the Bronco will be the winter toy instead of the daily, which kind of throws me off because you want that as a daily car because we don't have as much space. So I'm going to put the Bronco as the winter toy. Okay. I'm going to put a Corvette as the regular toy, like the sport car toy. Okay. Um, and then the daily, this is hard. I will either put the Cayenne Coupe or like an S Audi S7 maybe. We can go with that. We can go with that. Okay. Well, yeah. what would you what what did you have in mind? Was that right? That's close. Um so realistically, we would get the Bronco first. We would get a Corvette first and then the next daily car, I like I it's like, well, since I have the Bronco, I probably would never have two trucks. Right. Well, I don't have the Bronco yet. I would probably be getting one. Think I'm going to sell the Audi. Oh lord! <laughs> but um, I just I don't know. I, I've been on a truck vibe lately, and so what would the other daily be? I mean, the winter toy be. Bronco is very nostalgic. The winter toy, I feel like, I feel like you were right with Bronco because you know. It's a, yeah, because what else would you drive in the winter? I know, and I can, and that. I want to doctor that all up. You know, tune it up, put some. See, he put don't some even stuff know. I do, but he don't even know. My my overall daily, I'm thinking like we we talking about like date night. In the winter, we talking about just going out, just comfortable. I probably would say S seven. See, yeah, I probably would. You, I know you, my yeah. man. Yeah, you, I would probably say S seven. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Okay, so today, what are we talking about? Um, or do you want me to intro it? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Cameron, he talks to a lot of guys and like does these men's groups sometimes, and just you know, tapped in with a lot of husbands. And I think a lot of times he comes home from those conversations and is calling me like, whoo, I'm so glad that like I'm married to you, babe, because some of these men be going through it. And so I think it's a good discuss. I think it's good to talk about the whole happy wife, happy life philosophy, because a lot of men struggle in their marriages simply because they can't they don't really have a voice like they yeah. they've pretty much been silenced by their wives without i don't even know if the wives without being fully told realize to it. Yeah. yeah um so let's talk about that like do you how do you feel about the phrase happy wife happy life um i don't like it okay um, i now i will say this though i, I feel like coming up you know, it's kind of like that's all you heard. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I didn't hear even the uh, what's it, happy spouse, happy house. Yeah, I feel like I didn't even hear that until like more that's recently. more recent. Yeah, it like is. I feel like that's because like everybody's kind of woke now or whatever with the right. whole marriage thing. So even coming up, I thought that's just what it was. Like the idea of marriage is you you get married, you better hold everything down and everything just fall on you. You can't you can't show no. You basically can't show nothing. No emotion. You can't be mad at your wife. You even if you are, you're wrong. Even if she wrong, you're wrong. Even mm-hmm. if she right, you're wrong. All you know, all the above. So that was the idea that I would have 
I think that's what would have would held me back from getting married from that idea. Mm-hmm. Um, so if I had not, I guess, created my own idea of what marriage meant to me, then I probably would never have gotten married. Mm, okay. So what are you? What is? What do you hear the most? Like, what is what is the thing that most men struggle with within their marriage? Uh, I think these kind of, I think these kind of <clears throat> derive or play off of each other. Um, I'm gonna start with once you have kids, it's over, and because you have kids now, you don't have sex. Okay. Basically, so it's kind of like one and the same, but two separate things at the same time. What do I, you mean? Once you have kids, it's over. As in the the woman is now your woman does now have her complete focus is them kids. Right. Yeah. Okay. I think that's where uh F them kids came from. <laughs> <laughs> Which then stems into your sex life just going away pretty much. Essentially. Okay. It's kinda like it's 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 kinda like, you know, you're a a lot of women, I'm not gonna say every woman, but some women are, you know, raised in a way of like you're gonna get married. You have kids. Once you have kids, the kids are now your life. So it went from your husband kind of being your life to now your kids only being your life without you kind of realizing it. I feel like that's the message that has been received over the years. I think the issue is that um, <clears throat> obviously kids take up a lot of time and energy in both yeah. the mom and the dad's lives, especially if both are active. What I don't think is really taught or like shared enough is what that transition from being just the two of us to having kids, what that transition looks like. It's always like you just jump to like, what kind of mom do you want to be? Or like, you know, you know, what activities are we going to do as a family and all the, all of these things. And you hear people saying like, keep dating your spouse, go on date nights, blah, blah, blah. But I also don't think that date nights but are I, like the end all be all of having a successful like marriage. To yeah. me, I kind of feel like a lot of that stuff is like new. It is new. But I'm just saying like that transition is not necessarily emphasized as much. Like we when when you become new parents, there are yeah. a lot of resources for new moms in in the motherhood space, but not necessarily in the wife space. Like how right. do you transition as not just a mom, but as a wife as well, because that marriage will look different Like yeah. once you start having kids. And I don't think that it's fair to expect it to look the same. Um, but I also don't think that it's fair when husbands just get completely neglected. Now, do you think that there is something that these husbands are or are not doing that is causing the wives to not have as much focus on them like how can the husbands be more accountable as well uh, yeah i was gonna say like <clears throat> it's always two it's it's two it's out it's you know two, yeah because it, it doesn't all fall on the woman you know, it's, it's always two parts to any story so um i i will i will say men a lot of the men that i've heard especially when i first start coming to you with all this different stuff like 10 years ago i was hearing a lot of the guys where they will say these things, but they have no accountability. You know, it's kind of like you just assume like, you know, things are supposed to keep going this way. I'm like, did you? Well, did you ever communicate what's going on? How you saw it when you when you did have kids, um, or whatever? Or was it just a goal? We're gonna have kids, and I guess I don't know what after that, right? So, I feel like I feel like that is true where guys haven't been accountable, but. I guess to answer the question, maybe it goes just back to communication. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I feel like 
I feel like most of us, I'll like use me for example, right? Or use us for example. Yeah. When we were dating, you know, you you kind of would you kind of would like basically say all the stuff thinking you were right, essentially. But instead of me checking you immediately, it was like years before I finally did, exactly. essentially. Um, but really, I never had an example or seen an example of someone properly communicating to their woman or to a woman how to say, hey, no, nah, this ain't right. We can talk like this so that we can get such and such result possibly. Right. Um, and I think that's what we're missing. I think that's what a lot of guys are missing. Yeah. I was going to say that. What Like the communication gaps, because a lot of times honestly we do like women do we do feel like we're right (laughs) Um, (laughs) and that can cause men to shut down or like and to be like i can't even get a word in with her or it's no point in me even saying anything to her at this point because she's already made her mind up or she's already expressed xyz and i just i agree in the sense that or i agree with everything you said because i feel like had had you not I won't say nip that in the bud. I think we together like came to a like a a flow of how we communicate with each other. But like, had you not brought that to my attention, we could possibly be in that same route where it's like you feel like you can't get what you want or you can't uh, like I don't know, just say the things that you genuinely feel. I feel like a lot of times men are forced to sugarcoat or just like not say anything at all out of fear of how their wife is going to react. Basically, yeah. And that's not fair. And I, I don't was, even some and, and I, a lot of times too I would speak towards some of the older guys that I've uh I would just say I've learned from. I don't even know if it's fear. I think it's just like it is what it is at yeah. this point. I ain't going nowhere and <laughs> I guess she ain't going nowhere so and it's I'm like, just going to deal with gonna, it. It's not and the conversation's not going to go anywhere. Right. So it's, it's like It's not even a conversation point? no more. <laughs> but it's like what do you do if you're in that deep? Do you just keep dealing with it it's or do it, you it, just or do you actually bring it to your spouse's attention? Um Cause I don't feel like I don't personally feel like women have this issue as much of expressing themselves. Like I feel like women typically express maybe overly themselves, themselves in a way where it's almost like you shouldn't even really have a response at this point because I know that I'm right. Like exactly. I know that this is the way that things should be. Right. And you see that in all different ways with house projects, with kids, like, yeah. you know, the husband just, I don't even want you to clean the house because yeah. you don't clean it like how I clean it or Basically. whatever, you know, instead of just telling him how to do it, like, well, I don't, I don't do even... it the right way, but like doing it together so that you both are on the same page. But even you know? when it comes to gender, because that's like a gender roles <clears throat> conversation, right? So even when it comes to gender roles, right, there's this... Um, I guess theory that men are junky, uh, unsanitary. Uh, what's the, what's some other words? Uh, can't cl- whatever. Yeah, all the above when right. it comes to like being clean and like you know, I guess hygienic hygienically uh, is that a word? Like yeah, whatever. Like, Just being clean, good hygiene or whatever. Right. So like you get married or you get with a woman and then you can't do nothing right because she's seen your your place, your apartment, your house, wherever you have lived at before. Maybe your your childhood home where it's like, oh no, this is a mess. I like you, so it's enough for us to get married, but I don't want you to do anything. So I from a gender roles standpoint, I think too, from a, a woman, I guess telling a guy all those things, he's like, well shoot, 
I don't even know where I was begin to lead at. Where can I lead at if you have all the answers? Yeah. Like, like to me, it's kind of like, well, why did you marry me? Mm. So if I can't do anything, what is it for you that is saying he's the one? It's the, it's a lot of times I think it's you doing the things that I think you should be doing. But what are That's those things? That's how it works. <laughs> like, but what are those things though? Because <clears throat> I guess it, it kind of goes back to how you're, how we were brought up or how I was brought up in it is you're kind of taught like the only way you provide is from a financial standpoint. That's it. You basically don't do nothing else. But there's also this idea with women that you stay home, cook clean. And nowadays you have to have a job, but you still cook and clean. And that kind of leads to, well, what is he doing? Not realizing just last year or just last week, you told him, I don't want you. You don't do it right. I don't want you. Right. So he like, well, I'm not doing, I would do something, but you don't want me to do it or you don't like how I do it. Um, and it's never a real conversation to, well, how can we do this properly so that you can have rest? I can have rest. And then when we come together, we have a great time. Yeah. And that's how our life goes. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't think that's, I don't think, I don't think when people get married they're thinking of it in a way how can we best operate based on our strengths as individuals so that together this marriage is like one big piece of muscle basically yeah yeah that's true do you think that we how how do you feel about like coming to me about certain things like Uh, like what like (laughs) i mean just i guess in the context of what we're talking about like if even like going out with like friends or doing like things on your own that. or uh i don't know like just those things that you hear people talking about like do you feel like i am like that toward you no nah, I, I feel like i don't really gotta ask i tell you like hey i'm about to go do one two three you're like okay maybe not where you're going but like no i'm saying like i'm about like whatever it is i'm about to do like i'm i say hey i'm about to head out essentially yeah like no, whether I'm hanging out with somebody or I'm I'm going out to eat with somebody or to the bar, I don't know. Like I guess I'm saying, like, do you feel like we've completely broken the patterns of me thinking I'm right? Oh like, yeah, that's I think, more of what I'm asking. Oh no, we we nipped that in the bud before we got married. I wasn't getting married with you still thinking you were just right all the time. You knew that though. And how do you think if there is somebody who is watching who isn't married yet and they are already feeling like their significant other and i mean it could go either way maybe yeah. you feel like your your man is is you right. know always feels like he's, he's always, always right. right yeah like what does that conversation look like i think um because one there's no rule book to there's no rule book to life and there's no rule book to marriage um, there's no rule book to anything that we pretty much do unless you're going to go back to school. I guess there's, that's what you got academic books for. But like, there's no, I'm not saying there's a completely right way and I'm not saying there's a completely wrong way. I, I kind of think that you need to accept what is for you and how you operate up until the point you get married. Like that's probably the same things, probably times 10, what you're going to continue to do. Like the older you get, I feel like it's the, it can either be the worse it gets or the better it gets that you, um, whatever your habits are, however your mindset is, like you kind of settle into how you are as a person. So I think mm-hmm. catching it early, catching those things early and having those conversations to kind of maybe, you know, tweak what you already got going on. Cause nothing, I'm not going to say you're just going to completely change something, but you can definitely make it better. I think focusing on like how you can make something better is how you can get into a marriage and that be great as it can be. Yeah. 
And also, we do a lot of stuff together or, like, we'll talk to, like, we'll, we're both pretty observant people and yeah. we might, I don't know. I don't want anyone who, like, goes out on a date to think we're, like, oh, so how would you, da, da, da. but, like, if we see something and we bring it to each other's attention while we're out, like, amongst another couple or something and we get in the car and we're, like, how would you have handled that? Or like, did you, what did you think about that? Or no, that's a, we'll, um, we'll do that. And I think it also gives us a great opportunity yeah. to like see where each other's minds are at with certain scenarios. And like, <clears throat> just, I don't know, have a, have an idea, like a better idea of how maybe we would have done it if it was us. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think that really helps us, Avoid. I don't know. A, yeah, avoid, avoid certain yeah. things. Yeah, and that's something. That's something that as a, I'm talking to the man now. I feel like as a leader, as a leader in your household and or to your future household, I think you really need to pay attention to not what's like the cute things, such as like, oh, I know she want to get engaged. I know she wants to have this nice wedding. Forget all of that. Like what? Well, don't forget it. Well, set it, it aside. Put it aside. <laughs> set it aside. Like I got what? Y'all <laughs> What are what what is a what is the idea day to day look like? What is what um, what is what does the gender role breakdown of what's what's completed in the house? What does that look like? I feel like people avoid or miss out on those conversations. You get into like these marriages, and then you're like, "Well, I thought you were going to wash the clothes, or I thought you were going to wash the dishes." Well, who said all that? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, like for for me and Aaron. I like washing my clothes. Like I've been washing my clothes for a very long time. Like I do it a certain way. So I wash all of our clothes. She didn't care in the first place, so she like bet. Um, yeah, I don't. She, she, how many loads of clothes have you washed? <laughs> Not that many. I, I washed quite a few when you were down bad. Oh well, yeah. I mean, but that's. Yeah. I didn't have a choice, but yeah, yeah. we, we even get into that though. But uh, we can talk about that because that was I feel like. When you talk about happy wife, happy life, it's kind of like, are you against one another or are you tackling life together? Yeah. And so the, the I think people are confused because to us, marriage is not hard. That's the, uh, that's really the synopsis of this, this conversation is to us, marriage is not hard. And it's not to say life isn't hard. We just decide that as a couple that we're going to tackle life. So life can be hard. Things can come such as my hand. I had no access to my hand for months. Mm-hmm. And she did have to do a lot of those things, but it wasn't it wasn't a her against me type of thing. It was kind of like, well, hey, we're in this together. This is where I'm going to pick the slack up. And I was really trying to like do still do stuff, and it was just kind of impossible. Yeah. But the the point of it was, some people can get in. I've heard situations to where you will be down down and out, or you will be a guy can be just down bad. And he's down even more bad because his wife doesn't really support him in the way that she should or mm-hmm. could. It's kind of like, oh, well, I'm, I'm going to just keep beating you down, basically. And it's, I feel like that's not fair. And a lot of times, guys do deal with a lot more. Guys do take on, I think, naturally. I think you just, you may not say as much, you know? Even, like, everything doesn't need to be said. Like, I'm probably not going to say everything. I mean, during that time, I was like, man, this young suck. Like, I'm, this is like, mm-hmm. I'm like. I feel like I may have been depressed had you not, I, I guess, you know, may have not, like, made it easier. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, you didn't make it worse. You made it better. And I think that's the general conclusion to, like, why marriage isn't hard for us. 
Yeah. You know, when that when it says happy wife, happy life type of thing is, you know, it's it's not you just being happy. I think because you were happy, you were able to make me happy in that time of struggle. Yeah. But I also think for women, um, like for the guy, if you are if you feel incapable of saying certain things to your wife or just your woman, maybe you aren't married yet. Yeah. <clears throat> I think it's important to do that to just see how she will react yeah. or he will react. And to me, that says so much about the person. the person, because when Cameron, when we first started dating and he would come to me with any type of feedback, um, what, what kind like of feedback? just, I don't know, maybe I said something the wrong way oh, okay. or, and then I would go on defense instead of just like owning it and being like, right. you know, I apologize, you know, like how how do you want to be talked to or how how can I have said that better so that you don't feel this way? Um, and obviously, like we were teenagers, but at the same time, people still communicate like that in yeah. their, you know, in, as adults. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like I think it's important to do that because if you don't know how your person is gonna react. Yeah. Then and and as the woman, I it's very important for us to in both ways, honestly. But we're speaking in this type of context. But like as the woman, it's very important when a guy does express himself or he does share something that probably was is very difficult for him to share. Like it's important to take that feedback with grace and just kind of not be so compulsive or so reactive yeah. because then that's just gonna make him not want to say more, He's and and retreat. it builds it builds up to them just like completely stepping back and kind yeah. of having one of those marriages where people look like, are y'all really happy or are y'all really like as locked in as y'all? Yeah, like I don't know. It just it makes you think about like I don't know. It just it makes you have a stronger foundation when you actually can have adult like dialogue without either person becoming extremely reactive. Really no no matter how bad it is too. Yeah. And honestly I feel like bad is relative. I think a lot of topics or situations we are it's only bad because we're scared to say it to you. Mm-hmm. So it's like dang this 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 might be we're making it worse than what it is essentially. Yeah. And really if that's a part of what you already do then it's like hey babe you know uh I I I I cussed somebody out today. I really shouldn't have did that. And this sounds like, I guess it's not really repercussions, but I felt, maybe I felt bad about it. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Coming to you with something, I can't think of a real example, but maybe right. I came to you something like, man, I was out of character. And, I, and I've been out of character a few times, you know? Yeah. Uh, so, and not, not in a way of cussing somebody out, but like I've been out of character before where I'm like, you know, dang. And it's it, kind it, of fiery. <laughs> and it's, it's <laughs> <laughs> and this made you like, they don't, yeah, you know, don't it made me uncomfortable. Yeah, so yeah, you know, but even so, she didn't really gotta say nothing. I'm already, I'm already knowing, like, dang, I shouldn't have did that. You know what I'm saying? But sometimes you can't control your reaction. Sometimes, and uh, I will say she's very good at. I'm either at, at zero or at hundred. So she's very good at calming me down if I get to a thousand. Like, babe, just, um, it's fine because it's like a blackout or something. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, I you know, yeah, I just think. For on both ends, I I don't agree with happy wife happy life. If there's not anything mutual that goes for the husbands, like yeah. I don't think that that should be the standard of a happy marriage because yeah. 
the wife is not the only person in the marriage. And it just pacif- it, it just basically sounds like you're pacifying the wife. Yeah. Instead of being completely honest and open, open in your marriage. Yeah. And I just never wanted a marriage where I felt like Cameron couldn't come to me completely transparently if he was like, no, I don't like this. Or, babe... We need to hit the gym, or like I want you to be oh, able wait, to tell me, that, like, because I feel like if I'm getting chunky or like if <laughs> I'm getting unattractive to you physically, I need to know. Now, like, that... I don't want you to. Now, I don't want you to be insulting. No, let's talk but about I want that you to be honest with me because and... I feel like we both came up in the era to where you better not say nothing to no woman about what she looking like. And I told you early on, I'm like, yo. But these are the conversations we had yeah. early. Like he's like, Aaron, if if you ain't it, then you slipping, like I have to say something. Like there's just I do. And I and I respect that. I think it depends on how you say it and like how you come to me with like hard information. Delivery does make a difference. It makes a difference, yeah. But I don't want you feeling like you have to dance around my emotions well, I think because a lot of, of how guys, you think I'm gonna react. From an accountability standpoint, I think because they're not accountable for how they're feeling, and maybe they're, because they aren't allowed, which it, you you know, there's no excuse for this. But that's probably where infidelity comes into place. You know, mm-hmm. um, I've I've heard those situations too. Like, ah, I'm just I ain't really feeling her, and I haven't been feeling her in a long time, so. One thing lead to another, and now you to find yourself in a situation. Yeah, um, I've heard. Look, I like I know people who have you know gone through those things, right? So, just it, but losing out, losing out on something that's so great for something that's so minor is not worth it. It's not, but it it, it takes time to get to that point, and I and I don't think you can. I don't think you can have let a thousand things slide and then now you suddenly want to say something right. as a husband yeah. on the thousand and one month time <laughs> um, and expect your wife to be okay with that Except because you as the leader have established a culture in your marriage that has allowed your woman to essentially lead your marriage. Right. So as the man, that is why it's better to say something on the 10th time. It's better to say something on the first time. But if you're like, let me just see, let me just assess the pattern. Yeah. And you say something earlier on. Now you can start to establish. Okay, we're tu- we're hitting a turn turning point. We can now move in the direction that both of us are comfortable going in, yeah. instead of just how you think you're supposed to be. Exactly. Blah, blah, blah. So I think that's the general gist of like why I wanted to talk about this because I do think that men get a short end of the stick when it comes to being able to be as expressive as they want to be. And I know that a lot of women wish their husbands were more expressive. So it's kind of like this double-edged sword where it's like, oh, my husband doesn't say anything. Or he, or my man, he's just like, it's so, I, I, I share with him like what I want him to do better. And then I open the floor up and he never says anything. Right. Or, yeah, but it's like, but you've never given him the comfort of to, expressing himself. Yeah, because if, I, if you say, so, if you tell him. <laughs> Well, he need to do better, and he turn around and do the same thing. You like, whoa! I really wasn't expecting it. Yeah, but it's or, like, do you want it or do you not? <laughs> yeah, or I mean, it's just he's like, I mean, you just beat me down for ten minutes straight. <laughs> like, I don't have nothing else to say. Right, you know if what I you mean? You doing everything great. <laughs> yeah, so it's like there is there is so often this lopsidedness, yeah. and I just don't think that 
it's fair. And I do think that as women, we have a lot more control than we think we do, even though the man is the head of the house. Like they say, the woman is like the neck. Like we still can like <laughs> steer things in a way. Like if you. So just making like decisions on. Uh, yeah. So. Like once, like some women get everything that they want and a lot of men don't get nothing that they want. Right. Like, and it's know. like, we're doing our basement right now and we're already like. I don't even know if we set a budget, but like we're over budget already. I already know we are. Yeah, we are. Um, and Cameron's like, can we do LED lights around the, <laughs> the perimeter of the basement? And um, how about a 90 inch, babe? And I'm just like, you know what? Fine. Like I, this is, you, I, in all honesty, you're going to probably spend the most time down yeah. there. So I want you to like how it looks. And I don't want to be that wife who feels like every time my husband wants something, it's like, no, no, no. And then when I want something, I'm expecting him to say yes. Which I like, do every time. Which you do. And yeah. I'm like, do you feel like I do that to you? Like I, I, don't, I don't. So that's the other thing, I too, feel though. Like, I feel like I don't really ask you. Oh, and I will say this. Now, this is me being accountable. It's not that It's not that I don't even think that you would say yes or approve of something. It's just because of. You said uh, I would or wouldn't. I don't think that you wouldn't approve. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, right. I don't think that you wouldn't say yes uh, uh -huh. or whatever. But I think just from a culture of. Um, being around men for so long who don't, who don't, I think I naturally, I'm like, I'm not even about to, I, sometimes it's kind of like you almost feel like you're not worthy of getting something. You don't, you don't see, like I see, I see the complete value and worthiness and why I say yes and everything that you ask for. And it's not even, it's not even just to like, oh yeah, just do everything, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But I genuinely want, I, I'm like, yeah, she deserves this. Yeah. And I think, I think a lot of guys, including myself, which I, which is why I'm explaining why I don't really be ask be asking for stuff or ask to like maybe make a big purchase because I I don't know sometimes it's like man do I deserve that like you know what I'm saying you you fall I I I fall in that trap of and I, I think I'm doing pretty better these days or whatever mm -hmm. with that um, like you know not convincing myself ah, I don't need that or I don't really want that when. You do, yeah. Like you know, what I'm saying, but I think it's because of I've seen so many different examples to where it's just like I'm gonna provide this life for her, and uh, you know, basically just deal with it. I'm not gonna really. It's like your wants it. as a husband have been pushed all the aside way. because I don't even think you're they your aside. wants of your wife <laughs> ahead of your own yeah. wants. Exactly. Exactly. So you you don't make no you make no room for what you want. You just you work hard to. To provide her with everything that she wants and desires, yeah, and you kind of forget about yourself. Now that's the accountable. That's it's kind of on you still, in a way, but it's it's really on y'all. I feel like well, when you get married, that's where I think as a wife you do have to remind your husband, like, no, like you should get that, or you do like you do deserve that, or yeah. like it is fine, like yeah. it's even if you don't like it in the same way, it's yeah, just like I it's don't like it. Doesn't I don't matter. care about none of them purses, right? Not, not one of them. Don't <laughs> right. <laughs> But I'm like, cool. She like it. I love it. Bet. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Not, not in the black way. Not where I'm like, no, I, I don't actually, actually like, like it. <laughs> 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 no, like I, I love, like I love that she feels happy with this thing that she has received. I like, I love the smile that it puts on her face. Like I love, I love how she goes throughout the the rest of the month, like on cloud nine, because of this one act that yeah. you know that was done forget all the other little things it was just like this one thing was like the cherry on top you know yeah. so i feel like a lot of guys maybe not receive that in the same way and even for themselves don't even 
gift themselves or yeah. cherish themselves enough to believe that they deserve whatever it is that they want. Yeah. You know? Well, ladies, let your man know he deserves stuff, too. You know? Like, don't be having him out here doing everything and getting you everything. <laughs> and then <laughs> he just out over there in the little corner. <laughs> Sad, can't get nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I think we have a pretty good flow going. I yeah. I do, uh, but it, it it came from we've had a lot of discussions, a lot of discussions this. on yeah. what this will look like for us, and this is not and the, specific discussions. Like let's yeah. talk scenario based, not yeah. just like these general concepts. And like we talk about like some pretty intense stuff. We're like. What if I am infertile? Like, are we like? What does that look like? That what if we're? Whole... What if we're like? You know, I don't know. Like, right. whatever. Like, just like random things. Like, that... like, are you thinking about this? Because like, the reality is, there yeah. are people that that have some of these issues. Like, all right, I yeah. When I when I learn something new, I always go to Aaron. I'm like, yo, what if this happens? If this happens to us, like, what do we do? <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Yeah, what is the game plan? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So. So it's just like, I think a lot of times people are just scared of that and they don't want to, they, they think that they're exempt from everything, which it may never, things like that, things may, random things may never happen to you, but they also might. So it's just like, it, it can happen to just any and everybody. Know. But anyway, this is I'm very fun. realistic. Yeah. So, yeah. But yeah, this was, this was, a, <clears throat> this was fun. Cheers. Uh. To happy spouse, happy house. So when are we going to get the Bronco? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Or Whenever. the Urus. Or the Urus. <laughs> Baby, we got some work to do. Y'all better keep, y'all better share this podcast. He's talking about a Urus. Better share this podcast. Better go watch some Aaron on Demand. Go better buy a top three notebook. Better join the Creator College. Better, uh. <laughs> All the above. <laughs> Y'all better get to work <laughs> out there, y'all, if you want this yours now, okay? Help your boy out. Anyway, this <laughs> nah. was a good one. Yeah, good one. Love you. Love you, too. Um, Like, subscribe, all the good stuff. Um, also, he'll put the recipe in the um, description. I'm also going about to do 31 days straight of the Bev's. Cocktails, mocktails, fresh juice, all And that. I told Cameron he needs to put... Like cocktail videos of everything we drink on the sips page. Yeah, so so I'm gonna drop. You should be able to go on there and actually see the drink. I'm, I'm thinking about adding an extra something something to the YouTube where I kind of actually go through a thorough making of each oh, cocktail for okay. the episode. Oh, okay. not like every thing I make in house from fresh juice to smooth. Nah, oh, okay. So I may do a uh, do something where I kind of actually make the make the cocktail so let us know if you want that too or Lovely. if you want to do that so yeah right, you guys if you rock with me then you rock with us we'll see you on the next one bye